because we never do what we need to do to thrive. We just are surviving from paycheck to paycheck, from day to day, from yep. job to job, from event to event. Yes. You know, it's really figuring out what does, what, it, what would it look like to thrive in your life versus survive? Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. The Small Scale Life Podcast is all about finding resilience through rewilding as we go back to the land and our roots. Let the river take us where it takes us as we learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. This is your host, Tom, the Green Man, and I hope you have power, heat, and safety no matter where you are in this crazy, mixed up, very, very cold world. Getting some reports out of our friends and family down in Texas, and it has not been going well down there. So we send our send our thoughts and prayers and a little bit of vibrations to them as their world has been turned upside down. So in this episode of the Small Scale Life podcast, it's all about how to raise your vibes with Mariah, the energy healer. So yeah, sending good vibes, good energy. We're going to talk about how to do that. As with many interviews, we had a plan. We had scripted some questions for Mariah. But as you'll see, we swerved into some really important topics that will serve as waystones for what small scale life is becoming. And this is about the first 15 minutes or so of the of the conversation conversation, you'll be like, wow, what are they talking about? This isn't about energy at all, but it kind of is. It's all tied together. So we're going to get into that. That sound at the beginning of the podcast, that was Mariah's rain stick. We'll talk about that. And we'll also play some bowls a little further at the very end of the podcast because uh, we talk about the Himalayan singing bowls, the crystal bowls that she has. And uh, I will have that at the very end as kind of an Easter egg at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. Listen all the way through. It will blow your mind. This is some really cool stuff. And I uh, just to make this work right on the podcast i'm really having to to push the uh to to push the sound down because man it is powerful stuff so it is one of the mysteries the sound healing thing we're going to talk about that but it's one of the mysteries and one of the things that uh i would say we've forgotten or don't even know about here in western culture and i would say for all of our knowledge and understanding in this modern world there are things that humans don't know or have forgotten during our evolution and our progress. The fact of the matter is that there are energies and vibrations at work all around us, and we don't even realize it. In addition, in our crazy Western civilization, modern men and women are on the go. We are on the go like crazy, and we don't st stop to contemplate why things happen or what they can do to change how they feel, think, or act. Instead, we chalk it up to bad luck or we blame someone else, something else for our misfortune. Feelings, thoughts, and actions are all tied together. When we have stinking thinking, it is usually the result of problems with our internal energies, our chakras, if you will, conditioning and mindset. We've been programmed from young age to be on the go and move through the normal chaotic progression of life from birth to school to college to job, maybe some travel, then relationships, perhaps kids, rearing children, career, retirement, and death. The only constants in this scenario are death, taxes, and never-ending consumption. Stop. 
Seriously, stop. Breathe and think for a minute. Turn the lens, turn that viewer back on yourself and on your path and ask yourself, what if you could understand the deeper meaning of our pain, stinking thinking and relationship problems? What if we could tap into that energy and that power deep inside of us and begin to work with it rather than against it? Kind of like swimming up a river against the current. It's really hard and it, it wears you down and eventually it pulls you under. Do you work with source, nature, and deep energy to heal your mind, body, and soul? Do you even know how to do that? Do you even know what I'm talking about? If you're like me, six months ago, I wouldn't have known what this was all about. I would have thought this is woo-woo voodoo, looked at you funny as I hit block on my phone. Oh, the times, and I have changed, indeed. So our guest this week is Reiki master and intuitive energy healer, Mariah Voorhees Reiki. Julie and I discuss the following topics. What is energy healing? What is the difference between healing touch and Reiki? Is this just woo-woo or voodoo? What is grounding? And what are sessions like? We talk about these and a host of other topics on this 186th episode of the Small Scale Life Podcast, and we're so glad you're here. And speaking of being glad we're here, we're going to talk about our Hall of Heroes. It's our gratitude practice, right? It's hard to have a bad day when you start your day with gratitude, and I firmly believe that every day. So as part of our intentionally practicing gratitude, I'm starting this podcast episode, like all others these days, by recognizing some folks who've been active on Small Scale Life and helped us on our journey. Of course, the first on the list is Mariah, the intuitive energy healer, and her husband, Tim, for coming to our third floor castle in the sky on Valentine's Day and talking with us, eating some great chili, and contemplating what is more potent smell, our white sage or the weed being smoked down the hall? That's a very important question. We also have to thank Ryan and Mary from Red Dragon Herbs and Teas for sending us some wonderful teas this week. Man, they have been really good. They have just been excellent. Julie and I have been sipping on pomegranate green tea. Got the uh, got the uh, the package right here in my never ever stained nicotine fingers. Shout out to. Uh, Rush Limbaugh, rest in peace. And it is delicious, delicious. We really recommend you buy some tea from them. There's a link in the show notes, and you can listen to my conversation with Ryan on the Small Scale Life podcast. Again, there is a link in the notes, and you can go to Small Scale Life or anywhere podcasts are streamed and find that podcast. It's a really good one. Also, have to thank Adam Rick for his fun TikTok videos reposted on Instagram and his answers to some HVAC questions for the Eagles Ridge Project. You can find him at A Modern Frontier on Instagram. Link in the show notes there. And all my e-peeps, there's a, there's a group of good energy peeps out there. I call them my e-peeps. want to say thank you for the good vibes to Mariah, of course, Tim, Trish, Bert, AJ, Hannah, Amy, Jacob, and of course, Jules. Life is a journey and it's best to walk down the path with good people in your life. Oh yeah, I forgot. Greg might be in there too. Hmm. Uh, and also, I wanted to thank all of the people on the Small Scale Life email list. Now, it's been pretty quiet from us on the email front, but I am starting to combine lists and really get going on putting some stuff out there through the email. So if you're not on the list, you can do that. I'm going to reorganize how things are going to go. Um, basically, if you sign up the list, you can get all of our freebies, and uh, that'll be all available on a Google Drive for you. You can go in and download those once you sign up for the for the email list. And if you don't want to be on the email list, that's cool. If you don't want to get emails from us, that's cool. Just hit up some unsubscribe. I can't even say it because I don't want you to leave. But uh, we are going to be using that more here in 2021. And of course, most importantly, we want to thank you. 
Thank you for being part of our small scale life. Let's learn to grow and be a little better every day together, especially as we return to the land and get back to our roots. It's going to be a great journey. So what are you grateful for? Maybe you should tell that person or that organization or that institution. Give it a try. It'll probably change your life. Really, seriously. So again, if you have a side hustle or business, I mean, Mariah does have a side hustle in business. She's got a couple of them. As a matter of fact, we're going to have her back on to talk about some of the more businessy side of what she does. But some of you have great projects or side hustles or businesses. Ryan from Red Dragon Tees. That was a great example there, too. Share your story here by being on the Small Scale Life podcast. Send me a message using the Contact Us page on smallscalelife.com. This is your chance to teach us as we continue to learn to grow and be a little better every day. Now, because we are having incredible weather right now, I think 73% of the country is under snow and ice right now. That's, that's crazy stuff. And it's been cold all over the country. So, you know, we've had a relatively mild winter up till February and then things turned things turned must be that groundhog thing going on we have had the polar vortex the temperatures have been just terrible uh minus 25 minus 30 degrees fahrenheit here we've got ice and snow all over texas it's been a pretty bad situation down there it has turned into the ice world for sure i know we've talked about it in the last podcast we're going to keep talking about it we've got new listeners to the show new folks stopping by there is an article titled how to prepare for the polar vortex it is on small scale life it's a podcast and a longish longer uh, article with some tips and driving tips and things you should keep in your car so you might want to get that you want to stay safe in temperatures like this especially with ice on the roads and people not knowing how to drive in this stuff especially in certain parts of the country we've had some horrendous accidents out there be careful be safe be wise stay home if you can make sure you have enough things and uh and keep your trips down to a minimum just stay safe everybody All right, now with that intro out of the way, it's time to settle in with a warm blanket, put on a nice fire, grab some tea from Red Dragon Herbs and Teas or some other favorite drinky drink, and get ready for the show. Without further ado, here's how to raise your vibes with Mariah, the energy healer. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. It is Tom, your host, Tom, and I've got Julie here. Hi, guys. And we are really excited. We've got Mariah, the intuitive energy healer on the show, running her own business, and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, deep stuff, woo-woo stuff. Mm -hmm. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to our great audience all over the world. It's global. Wow. <laughs> no pressure. No yes. pressure at all. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Mariah Voorhees Reinke. I'm an intuitive energy healer, a Reiki master, and a mindset coach. I really work with people who are looking for more who are looking to get more to life than what they're experiencing, who are maybe struggling, who are maybe anxious, who are maybe depressed, who maybe have some stuffed trauma and pain and just emotional shit that they've been through that they haven't been able to unpack and move forward. So I really work with all of those pieces to help people unpack and to really bring joy back into their life and to really get them to know and understand what it feels like to live in alignment, if that makes sense, to really live in joy and happiness and bliss and to like go to work and love it, you know, and go to family functions or not and love it. Like 
it's all those pieces. It's all the unpacking. It's all the old conditionings that we have to really let go of and really learn how to live your best life through your truth and knowledge and not through the truth and knowledge from your husband or from your family or from society or from your boss. It's really this really cool and interesting journey of coming back home to yourself. No, I think that's really good. And, and we've talked about a lot on Small Scale Life where everybody is just marching and going through the motions on the American scheme, as my friend Greg Burns from Nature's Image Farm and The Contrary Farmstead said, where we're all waking up, getting the kids out the door to school, what we used to anyway, go to work, come home, go to activities, come home, binge on Netflix for a few minutes after you have McDonald's and then you pass out and it's tomorrow is the next wash, rinse and repeat. And you kind of, at some point you go, what is all this? Is this it? And you're pissed off at things. I mean, I know in my life, I bet I was pissed off at some of these things that felt like you were forever on the hamster wheel Mm -hmm. and never going to get off. And there was no vision. Right. And tired and exhausted. Tired and exhausted. And, and you're just surviving. And drinking a lot and eating really, ooh, wow, that was a big boom, but <laughs> eating a lot of things and that make you really unhealthy and blaming everybody else for things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's really looking at switching from surviving to thriving. Yes. Because we never do what we need to do to thrive. We just are surviving from paycheck to paycheck, from day to day, from yep. job to job, from event to event. Yes. You know, it's really figuring out what does... What, it, what would it look like to thrive in your life versus survive? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a really big key. We've talked about that Absolutely. before, too. Yeah, that is something <laughs> that we realized in our life. We were we were in survival mode for, well, I guess it'd be most of our marriage right? up until the recent years. Yeah. And it's like this fog has been lifted. And getting into some of the energy healing and the information and the, the the stuff we're learning from you Mariah has just been so critical for both of us in helping us move forward mm-hmm. in life and and the piece that you talked about with like letting go of the old patterns mm-hmm. that is huge because we just kind of march to the drum of what our parents told us we were supposed to do or the life the lifestyle that you know that we thought we were supposed to have mm-hmm. and what our souls really need may be something completely different and we have to just be open to to see that and accept it and, and oh i was going to say i'm just taking those steps to to make that happen And it's different for each phase of your lives. Mm -hmm. You know, it's different from when we are in our 20s into our 30s, you know, from 30s to 40s. And, you know, especially I think the biggest impact, too, is when, you know, you're in that transition mode, too, from your kids are grown and gone and like, oh, my God, who am I? Right. I'm no longer a mom or you continue to be a mom and you just drive yourself and your family more mad because you're still doing all the things when those beliefs and those conditioning skills don't don't work for that for that point in your life if that makes sense yes like it's time to yeah there's just each phase you just need to keep relooking and keep growing and figuring out what is working what's not working and how can we keep moving forward yeah yep that's very true hmm. 
That's an interesting point, too, because I don't know, I don't remember my parents talking, maybe I wasn't part of those conversations, but never really being introspective and looking back in, you know, at different points in their life. It was just go, go, go. Retirement is the golden ticket. Mm -hmm. And once we get to retirement, then we're on easy street. Then we'll be happy. Then Then we can relax. Then we'll be in paradise. Then we'll be in Florida. Then we'll be in Wisconsin on the lake and all those things. All the things will happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And no, like, no. we're not guaranteed retirement. No. So we have to find that balance here now to live our life to our fullest with with that love and that joy and that alignment with our soul to bring all of that health and happiness to us now. Because if not, I mean, you look at the people that are surviving, how many meds are they on? Mm-hmm. Are they really happy? Are they really showing up? Like, wh- what kind of old patterns are they doing for... Not even just for themselves, but to their kids and to their husband. Like, I just feel like we're in such a new age now. What our parents did for us is not what we need to do for our kids. Right. Yeah. And even, I mean, we've learned through even parenting our own kids that our two older girls, oh, God, we cannot parent our youngest the way that we parented our two older girls. There's like a 10-year gap. Like, we have to be constantly evolving and checking in with ourselves to figure out, what we're really needing in this day and age. Hmm. I think that's really important because with the global pandemic, we've seen despair on a scale that has not, we have not seen, our species hasn't seen in America since probably 1919 with the Spanish flu. And pandemics have shut places down. We can't gather, you know, with big groups, shall we say. And in People have resorted to alcohol, opioids, you know, drugs of all kinds. And it's really going to have, I think, we're going to see a lot of repercussions coming for years after this. And people are really getting stressed out, are really stressed out about all of this. And uh, my point is, I think they're going to need something, need something going forward, some hope, really. Mm-hmm. But it's also finding a way to get out of that survival mode that we mm-hmm. were in for so long and go back to the basics. Like yeah. My biggest message through this whole pandemic is less is more. We mm-hmm. need to be doing less. Oh, yeah. You know, like less nights out, more time in with the family, you know, like getting together at people's homes and having more intimate private dinners to really get to know people. Like right. there's just been such a weird shift mm-hmm. of we've needed this because we've gotten so far away from what really matters in life. Like we're just chasing all of those sports and all of those scholarships and I mean as a parent I mean it gets exhausting yes and and just the demands on these kids is is has been a lot too you know mm-hmm. yeah and the kids really are, they crave they crave downtime and mm-hmm. some unstructured playtime you yeah. know they don't need to have every minute scheduled for them yeah and we I mean (laughs) that's something that Tom and I realized you know we did that with our boys we did the the boy scouts and the basketball and the football and we were the and the music and it was run 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 and really I mean it got to burnout mode Mm -hmm. for them and us yeah and uh you know it's what are you doing it for right. it comes down to? Right. And I think there's something with the connectivity, you know, more intimate connections, mm-hmm. smaller groups. I mean, how many of us would love to have a conversation with a grandpa or something just to talk about the old days? What was that like? I mean, what was Jordan Lake like? My grandma's resort like back in, 
when they first bought it, you know? That'd be kind of interesting, I think. Yeah. Or working a pine tree, working a Christmas tree farm. What was that like? Mm-hmm. We can't even grasp that because we have a Zoom meeting or something, you know? It's right. all techno wizardry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, As he sits there with his headphones. I know. And, in front and, of his laptop. In front of a laptop <laughs> and with a microphone. And it sounds so good. I just can't handle it. <laughs> well, and I think, too, it's just finding a way to connect back to nature right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, simple. That's so it's huge. Simplify. Yeah, I didn't realize how important that was in my life. And I think everybody, I think we all, it's the, it's a big, huge missing piece for mm-hmm. a lot of us. And that's our connection to source, you mm-hmm. know, to God, to the Holy Spirit, to whoever your spirit is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's critical. We mm-hmm. have to. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's my favorite way of grounding is being outside. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I can't be outside grounding, I'm just doing my best to ground inside. You know, I yeah. mean, it's like what negative 100 degrees today. <laughs> I have not been yeah. out on the deck. Negative 112, <laughs> I think. I think it's like what? What is it though today? Like, it was minus, minus 11 yeah, when I was driving to the airport, but feels like minus 29. Right. Yes. It's yeah. yes. Yeah. It's Minnesota for those of you not in this lovely state. With that's us. right. But even my friends from Dallas were complaining that it's like eight degrees down there, and for them, that's, that's pretty cool. That's really cold. Yeah. Yeah, Tough to grow salad, Michael, in that kind of cold. So I appreciate Mm -hmm. that, dude. I get it. Mm -hmm. Well, we've kind of deviated from the script. But yes, yes, we never got to what is energy healing. I mean, we've gone about different things. But so for me, let's let's talk about that a little bit. Let's define that for our audience who may or may not understand that. Energy healing is just working with that life force energy that's inside of us. The easiest way for me to explain it is like, what happens when we die? Our body is just this shell. It's just this vessel that gets us to point A to point B. But to me, it's our soul. It's our personality. It's that energy inside of us. That's the energy piece of energy healing that I work with. You know, Mm -hmm. so you can't see it, but you can feel it as long as you take the time to tap into it. Yep. You know, we all can sense energy. Energy is all around us. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything has a vibration. Everything has a meaning and a purpose. So I really work with the energy systems inside of our bodies. I work with the minor chakras, which are in the ankles, the knees, and the hips, the wrists, the elbows, and the shoulders. And I work with the major chakras in our main body, which is the root, the sacral, the solar plexus, the heart, the throat, the third eye, and the crown. So I work with those different energy points in our energetic field. And I also work through the subtle energy fields to the physical, the emotional, the Mm. mental and the spiritual bodies as well that are off of our body. Mm -hmm. So it's really working with feeling where the disconnect is, where the energy is not flowing and finding ways to balance that and bring harmony back to our body. What's interesting, and I know some people are out there going, oh, this is just woo woo crap, right? But we had Greg Burns from Ohio here, from the Contrary Beekeeper Show and the Contrary Farmstead. And he pull, we were talking about energy, and he pulled up these pictures of his beehives. He has a bee yard with probably 100 beehives in it. And he had this special camera where he took a picture of the beehive, and you could see the heat coming out of that beehive that's telling you that it's alive and... You know, you can tell by the activity in there that how healthy it is or not. I mean, if you have a stone-cold dead beehive, everybody's dead in there, right? The mites have gotten it, everybody's dead. 
But he had this picture, and then behind it were the maple trees. So there was life and energy in that beehive, but there was life and energy in the trees behind it, mm-hmm. coming up the stem, coming up the trunk, and into the into the branches. It was like, oh, that's pretty freaking interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. And if you think about it, I mean, we're we're made up of sixty to. 70 to 80 percent water you know and we are affected by the moon we're affected by gravitational fields i mean the moon controls the tides you think we're not affected by the moon are you kidding me our son was born in a full moon if you remember yeah. the whole yeah. ward was full of babies because yep. the new moon or the full moon happened and it's time to have a baby <laughs> so these things are around us and we're all part of a system we just don't really see it I don't think. Because we're not taught to pause Mm. and connect to them. We're always looking at that next best thing. Yeah. So we learn to like step step back (laughs) and just breathe and like look at that stuff and seeing how we're connected to it and what it means. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that piece of just pausing and and reflecting and going in. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that is really true, though. Mm-hmm. You'll find Donald Trump shows up a lot. A lot of different voices I, I, show up from time to time on the <laughs> podcast, and that's just the way it is. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have, we have Healing Touch, we have Reiki, and they're just little different, little differences, nuances between the, the two types. Two. Yeah. yeah, so Reiki was um, it's a traditional energy healing that was... Established in the early 1920s by a Japanese Buddhist. I'm not going to try to say his name. Mm. <clears throat> we won't um, force you, but yeah, we don't do that uh, here. So, Have you ever tried to hear me pronounce something? I just screw up the <laughs> simplest thing sometimes. And the Japanese meaning for the Reiki. Reiki is universal and Ki is life energy. So mm. it's universal life force energy. Mm. Um, healing touch has also been, um, was introduced by Janet Metkin in the 1980s. So... Mm. To me, like we talked about earlier, potato, potato, it's still the same thing, just different, different ways. You know, you're still using that universal life force energy to be passed through you, through your palms, to your client. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you felt that before, my dear? I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. Oh, yeah. 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 So Tom and I have both done a couple of healing, energy healing sessions with Mariah and you, you can literally feel the energy coming from you. Um, as if, for me, I feel it like heat. It, it feels hot when you touch like my feet or my leg or my arm. Um, and like we said, different parts of my body, I feel different things. And it can feel like a pulsing. So that's just the physical feelings during a session. But it's, it's the emotional stuff mm-hmm. that is just... It's just unbelievable and mind-blowing to me. Like the, you know, you said at one point you could feel almost like releasing mm-hmm. of energy coming off of me. And and for me, I could just, it felt like a weight had, had come off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally, like, just brought me to tears. Like, just, just so emotional. Just all these emotions come up. And... Different images, mm-hmm. seeing different things, um, different colors, you know, so it's very interesting and then kind of trying to decipher what some of that means. But just, uh, I mean, I guess I kind of 
say that you're, you know, a, you're an energy healer, but you're a, you're, you're kind of a therapist at the same time. How do you speak to that? <laughs> well, <laughs> 12 years of therapy under my belt. How can you not be? Yeah. You know, because yeah. that's the other piece too of when I do my intuitive energy healing sessions is, you know, I clear my space and I get quiet in my meditation and kind of ask, what do I need to know about this person's session today? Mm-hmm. You know, and whatever comes to me, I just write down. Some of it doesn't make sense to me and it doesn't have to because I don't know. I don't want to know what's going on with your life because mm-hmm. I'd rather have a blank canvas. Sure. So when those things come through, it's like, okay, now we need to talk through it. You know, why is this coming through? Like I had a client come and she had um, colors written down. Like the, the message colors came through and I'm like, What? or any like give me more you know and I wasn't getting any more and when I brought this up to her I was like okay so colors is coming up what does colors mean like help me understand this because I don't always get the full message and she goes yeah my mom passed four months ago and I haven't been wearing any color but black I was like oh honey it is time Mm. your mama wants you to start bringing color back into your life like yeah. It's, she doesn't want you to mourn anymore, you know? So those are, like, the bits and pieces of, like, diving into that and how to, like, give them the permission and, and help them figure out how they're going to bring color back into their life or how they're going to create a schedule in their daily routine for themselves versus sleeping in until 7.25 and being at work by 7.30. Like, yeah. Oh, that so, sounds like me. No. <laughs> there's so many pieces to that to create that space to allow you to say those things you know because also when I create my space for my intention is just to have that space to release anything that's no longer serving you so Mm -hmm. giving you permission to cry or giving you permission to be angry or whatever it is it all depends on what you're going through at that time yeah and as you guys know no two sessions are the same no very true very true whatever you're going through at that moment, those are the messages that come through. So I never, like, I'm very clear with people that I'm an intuitive. I'm not a psychic. I'm not going to tell you what's going to go on your future, except for I had a little good luck with you, Tom. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I was going to call you a liar. No, I'm kidding. But well, that was I'm pretty amazing. I'm very careful because I don't yeah. want to tell people, like, yes, like, I knew for you. Mm-hmm. Can I share? Yeah, go ahead. So I knew... For Tom, I was like, God, I think I saw you in the end of December-ish. I was like, yes. by mid-January, life is just going to get easier. I just mm-hmm. know it. And I usually don't say those types yeah. of things because I don't want people just to take it. It's like taking the money and run. Right. Like, I still wanted you to do your work that you mm-hmm. would continue to doing. Continue the path, creating those boundaries, creating that action step. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember you... <laughs> I think you sent me a voice message. You're like, holy shit. I think I used a stronger word than you that. Did, but yeah. we'll try to keep it right. somewhat PG. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It, it was the day before and it just went, it was here. And I was like, wow. Everything happened. Everything yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. No, but you had said some... you can't, you don't, you know, sometimes you would be cautious of doing that because it's yes. like giving somebody permission to not show up, to right. not, yeah, to not keep doing the right. work right. and not, um, to tell somebody like, um, oh, I know you're going to get second place in, right. in the race. So, right. so I'll just quit training. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just, it just was something that came out and I was like, <laughs> sometimes when I am doing my sessions, the messages just flow and I just mm. kind of go, huh? Well, that's not me. You <laughs> sure. know? So 
but yeah, I try to make sure people know that I'm not, I'm not a psychic. Right. I'm not going to tell you what's going on in your right. life because you, I could tell you, but depending on the energy of what you're doing at that time, we all have free will. We all have right. choice. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can continue along this great, beautiful path, or you can get off the path and have different choices. So, right. well, and even the tail end of that story is yes, we had a date. But that was one marker. Mm-hmm. There's still a whole other chapter to be written before yep. the final page is turned. Right. And it takes old Tommy Tommy Cakes to push that along to keep yeah. her moving, you know, because <laughs> some people weren't doing their thing. So that's what we do. So, yeah. 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 But you got to engage and get that done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's gauging me like, hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Voices I are coming through. But follow through. Yeah. How follow you doing? through new stories. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and, and one of the words that one of the phrases that came up in our last session was patient, pace, and patience. That was the first one, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we've been experiencing a little pace and patience lessons. Here we go, here and there, as we've progressed since our last session. So mm-hmm. yes, these are very difficult for a guy who likes to do a lot of stuff. But yes, mm-hmm. pace and patience. It's very well. Good. You're a visionary, yeah, and you really, I mean, you have wonderful ideas and. And uh, sometimes it just, you got to give it some time to, give it some time to to build. And it's got to be the right time mm. to put some of these things into place, right. too. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and there's only two hands. And I can only juggle so much. Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's not all about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what it kind of is. <laughs> okay, so here's a yeah. question that I have for you. Yeah. So... How do you respond to the people that think it's all just a big bunch of woo-woo crap? The people that think it's maybe an evil thing? Um, for people who think that it's evil, I just let them know that I don't work with the dark. I only work with the light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I only connect with the light. And I set that boundary almost daily mm-hmm. when I clear the space, that I only work with love and light. Anything less than love needs to be gone. Mm-hmm. You know, because we also have our, like, our loved ones that have passed. So I also invite them in when I do sessions. But... Yeah, I don't work with the dark, and the dark, the dark doesn't work with me. That's just uh-huh. not something that I've signed up for. Yep. You know, that's just not part of me. And people who think it's woo-woo, well, that's okay. Like, I'm not here to change their mind either. Mm-hmm. I don't have the energy for that. That's yeah. just too exhausting and draining to be like, okay, well, that's cool. Like, you know, you do you, I do me. Like, yep. I've, I've learned that slowly through my journey. In the beginning, I used to a little bit get upset and frustrated to be like, oh, how am I going to explain to people what I do? Because it's like I work with an invisible, it's like an invisible job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It's right? kind of like podcasting. It's an invisible job. <laughs> and I actually, it's funny because I actually had um, a girlfriend who wasn't exactly on board with what I did, but, you know, she's like, just don't talk to me about your voodoo stuff. And I'm like, girl, whatever. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, that's, you don't, you don't, I'll just respect those boundaries. And then, over time she's like you know i think i think i really want to do one of your sessions i was like holy shit (laughs) the world is ending like you're ready like i'm so excited let's do this you know let me know when you're ready because you have to be ready for a session Mm -hmm. you can't really be forced or cornered into it right yeah and so when she showed up for my for the session like when i got her on the table and i just got grounded and called in the angels and you know everybody i was like Oh, 
I, I, so I see with my eyes shut. I don't see in person. So when I had my eyes shut and I was grounding and getting centered for this, for the session, it was like, I could see Jesus. Like I saw that person, like his energy in the room in his white robe with that rope tied around his waist. Yeah. Hmm. And I just put my hand on her shoulder and I said, honey, Jesus is here. She's like, I know I told him to be. Oh. <laughs> so that was her thing. She, hmm. yeah. Jesus is her, yes. her journey. Hmm. And for me, the energy healing piece is my journey, you know? So there's no right or wrong. And we all have our thing. So, mm. yeah. So I think for people who think it's woo-woo and, you know, really just a bunch of bullshit, they're just not ready. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not my job to tell them that right. they're supposed to be ready. They have to, they have to have their own aha moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Or be so, they have to be so frustrated or struggling or have their own event to finally say, you know what, I'm ready. I need help. I don't know what that means, but do you think you could help me? I'm not here to tell them like your life sucks. If you keep continuing, you're going to, you know, blow out your back and you, like, that's not my, that's not my job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. just shine my light to the others who want to see it and sense it. And that's all I can do. That's so good. I mean, truly it is. I mean, coming from, the traditional Christian religion, it is something that I, not too long ago, would have completely just dismissed as this is a bunch of bullshit and mm-hmm. woo. You have to completely and totally be in the right place yeah, yeah. to right receive frame. it. And when you are, it is absolutely life-changing mm-hmm. experience. But until then, it's that whole old saying of those convinced to get against their will or of the same opinion still. You're never going to be able to convince somebody. And, you know, I guess it just comes down to someone just has to be ready. ready. That's just just what it is. So one question, was it the Bee Gees Jesus, you know, from the 1970s (laughs) with the flowing hair? No, no, it it was just, I think for me, just the the pictures I saw in church. Okay. You know, just a simple man in a white... Cloth-ish robe, short-sleeved, but to his feet, mm. and just that like twine rope sure. around his waist. Gotcha. And I never did, didn't see the face. Gotcha. It just was like light. Yeah, Probably. like yeah. the silhouette. But yeah. I mean, that's the first thing I was like. Oh. I love that. Yeah. yeah, but that's her. That was her. That's her connection. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I and get that's that. what she needed. Yeah. So you know, and everybody too who thinks that's woo or bullshit or scary or whatever. I get it, because when I had my first couple of energy healing sessions, too, I was like, what in the... What, what did I sign up for? What, what yeah. are they doing? Like, do they have, like, a cauldron and, like, uh, like uh, an eyeball of a frog in a jar and, like, a finger of a toad somewhere else? Like, <laughs> I didn't know what I'd signed up for, but I was like, I, I know that at that time in my life, I needed something more. Yeah. Sure. Yep. So when everybody's like, oh, I'm kind of scared to be like, okay, then let's chat about it before you come for your session. Don't mm-hmm. come freaked out the day of your session. Right. Because yeah. that'll be, that it won't go well for you. It probably. doesn't go well and you don't mm-hmm. get the results that you need to. Yeah. So I always tell my people too, who reach out to be like, hey, I want to learn more about your sessions to be like, okay, let's chat. Yeah. You know, I want to chat about my sessions to you to see if it's a good fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I always tell people too, if we're not a good fit, I'm going to find somebody who's a good fit for you. Cause I have plenty of people who do this, mm-hmm. but I'm not just going to be like taking your money and running. Mm-hmm. Like I want to make sure that you're getting everything that you need right now. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Was that Barry Gibb? Who was the Bee Gees guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tom and I had this conversation. This yeah. is why he asked this. Oh, yeah. Because we were talking about what, you know, that, that we have this vision of what Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And mine is like the, the, Barry Bee, Gibb. the Bee Gees yeah, Bee Jesus. Bee because Jesus. Yeah. that's just the, the pictures I always remember from my childhood is like, you know, Jesus with his like feathered 70s, flowy 70s hair, hair and the beautiful beard. and Right. <laughs> Sorry, sacrilegious on the small scale of podcast. So anyway, aha moments. That was a good point. A good segue, as we say in the podcasting business. Now tell us about your aha moment. And and did she do that already, or was that the pre pre chat? That was in the warm up. I okay. Think. Yes. Your aha moment. Your tipping point. Like we, of, of basically your story of you know your your medical issues and then coming into it was that that was a part of the mm-hmm. pre-chat wasn't it yeah, yeah so i yeah. think for me my aha was just going through all of the this invisible disease that nobody could figure out mm-hmm. you know really having to relook at my life to to figure out like was i sick was i not sick why was i sleeping so much why why did i have all these these medical issues but when i went to the medical doctors there was no issues yeah. you know there were so many different pieces of my life that were so didn't make sense so that energy healing piece was the one piece that like made me feel alive again and made me feel somewhat normal and I was like holy shit there's got to be something more to this I don't understand it I don't get it but all I know is I want more of this mm-hmm. you know and I started probably in April of 2015 and started going about every two to three weeks and like I said, in February of 2016, I had my first Healing Touch Level 1. And, I mean, they were teaching classes on it. And people were taking the classes, so it had to be a thing. <laughs> you know? And like we had discussed earlier, though, I think even from young on, I remember watching Montel Williams. Yes. Who is that? Um, what is that lady's name? Yeah, Sylvia forgot. Brown. Yeah, Sylvia Brown. So yeah. I remember watching her and just going, oh, my God, that's the so cool. Yeah. How does she... <laughs> That that's that just intrigued me. Yeah. So I think people who are open to energy healing are intrigued by that kind of thing. Even the Long Island medium. I watched her. Oh my god, I loved watching your show going, how does she do that? Is that real? Is that not like I knew in my heart, like what a beautiful thing to do in life to give messages to people too. I mean, I've done mediumship classes too. I'm not quite sure if it's my thing. Even though yeah. Jewel's at your last session. Yep. My Aunt Jean. Yes, your Aunt Jean and your mom. I was like, God, do you have a mom and a sister that are past? And you're like, no, it's my mom and, and my, my aunt. My godmother. Yeah. yeah. And I remember just starting the at the session, and it was it was like, yeah, well, you may be the mom, but I'm like the cool sister. Uh-huh. You know? And I, don't, I, I didn't know that about you. But so there's all these pieces that kind of play together. But back to the aha. Sorry. Yeah, um, that's okay. Yeah, I just... More than just a song in the 1990s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, a group. <laughs> I just, I think from little on, I knew there was more to life than what I yeah. always was experiencing. That I, I, there just was more. We usually call those tipping points here, and that's kind of a part of our lexicon, is those moments where it's like, Crash of 2008 was our aha moment that this was an unsustainable, well, for me anyway, if it was an unsustainable path of doing what I was doing and we need to make a change so that's good that's good took me so, a little longer I'm well, a slow learner well you know we all have our own pace right that's right pace and patience 
coming back to that. Ooh, yeah, good one. <laughs> so as you are going through this, how do you start doing, I mean, how do you start practicing this? Or how do you start, where do you, how, where do you start with all of this? I think for whatever calls you, you know, I started with energy healing, you know, with the healing touch. And then I took another class that was mindful-based stress reduction taught by a local gal that was created by John Kabat-Zinn. It was really about, like, that meditation piece and that mindful piece. And, like, that helped me really prepare for, I think, just more of my energy sessions to be, like, in the beginning, I'm like, holy crap, how am I going to be silent for an hour? You know? how mm-hmm. You know? Like, right. for me, like, I was still fast-paced. Yeah. So that, so... It just was like one class after another after another just set me up for this. And it's whatever you're called to. You know, like I said, I've done the Healing Touch classes. I've done that mindful-based stress reduction class. I've done mediumship classes, oracle cards, channeling, Akashic records, sound healing, Reiki master. Like, it just, whatever seems interesting that feels like it's calling you mm-hmm. that's where you just go hmm. you know and it's kind of that trial and error thing to be like oh well you know someone might try healing touch level one and it might not be their thing so i'd say okay well then try reiki mm-hmm. you know if that's not your thing try mediumship like wherever you feel called to just start somewhere that's interesting because with our minds being uh, so fast-paced and being influenced by our phones where everything is changing by the second. AJ and Hannah from the Wisconsin Homestead podcast, they were talking mm-hmm. about their meditation and how it was really hard to sit there mm-hmm. for five minutes or mm-hmm. ten minutes. And they were like, well, maybe you should set an alarm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what could be worse coming out of meditation than that? Uh, I mean, that is God. the worst Tough. sound in the world. So I'm yes. like, you know, I need to make sound videos for five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes 30 minutes an hour or something and i think it, it, for meditation is that how you step up is just like five minutes i would even, like then, if you've never i would start with a minute and a half yeah okay i mean seriously <laughs> yes. just if you're not able to sit quietly mm-hmm. like you start as i'm all about baby steps you know sure. so like start with a minute and a half for like the first week to 10 days and then go to like two to three minutes and then three to five minutes, five to seven, you know, and just work your way up. Yeah. You know, in the beginning when I took that class, um, that mindful-based stress reduction course, I had been meditating, but it was more at night, mm-hmm. you know, to help me shut my brain off to go to sleep so I could feel rested. Um, but doing that class really taught me how to sit. And we also learned how to sit through the discomfort. So if we were sitting and we got a cramp in our foot, we had to breathe through that. Like we had to really mm. sit through some interesting stuff so or even start with short guided meditations there's so much information out there on youtube Mm -hmm. whether it's just a guided meditation for breath or for stress or for anxiety you know there's so much information out there that if you can't sit in silence don't start with a guided meditation and listen to somebody else's voice Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point that i found the guided meditations helpful oh yeah beginning and now now i can sit in silence with myself Mm -hmm. for a while but it's just natural i think that's what people don't realize it's like it's natural to have thoughts pop into your head oh yeah you're not doing it wrong that's that's what i would be like oh god well i can't do it i suck at meditating yes (laughs) i just suck so and i think still to this day i really don't even sit in silence yeah a lot of my meditation is like i sit with my shit i'm gonna say yeah like Mm -hmm. when i'm angry when i'm frustrated when i'm feeling overwhelmed like i sit 
in silence with my own thoughts and I digest them to be like, why am I frustrated? Why am I angry? Because I'm not going to get those answers with my eyes open going through my everyday life. Mm -hmm. I have to go in, you know, or when I do my morning meditations, I ask like, what do I need to know today? Yep. Mm. That's like my favorite question that I ask. And then I just allow things to come through. And some of the most beautiful messages and inspirations come through that... Yeah. You know, then I follow up with journaling that stuff. Mm-hmm. That was something journaling that you told me piece, to yeah. try doing. And that is really, that is a really good, helpful thing to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. And it is something that, you know, just, you never know what's going to reveal itself to you that day. Right. And yep. it might not be the exact plan you had for your day too, which is, mm-hmm. which is kind of surrendering. a cool. Yeah. It's surrendering. That's, mm. that's just it. Like I'm a, I like to have a schedule and have things planned out and <laughs> it's okay to sometimes let that go and just go with the direction that your body I need. That yes. was that was another thing we talked about was especially with the exercise thing and how, you know, sometimes you just get up and you need to ask your body what it needs mm-hmm. for the day. You Versus know, I used, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to I used to be super regimented with an exercise schedule and I was really hard on myself and I would feel like a like I failed myself at the end of the day if I didn't do my planned exercise for mm-hmm. that day. So it's, you know, just being a little more free and, you know, just giving my body what it needs. Mm-hmm. It feels really good. Yeah. And even like with the meditation piece, too, there's so many awesome teachers out there that teach meditation, mm-hmm. like Deepak Chopra, I think, the Chopra Center. They do. Deepak Chopra. Yes. yes. Oh, I love his voice. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's so many different like apps out there. There's so much on meditation that, you know, people get frustrated because they can't sit in silence. Well, it takes time. Mm-hmm. OK. You know, I think I've been probably meditating for 13, 14, 15 year, 13. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. But yeah. over time, and one of my other healers, we went to, there's a Buddhist, like a Buddhist place in River Falls. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I can't think of Snowy River Zen, Snowy River something in River Falls. And um, I went there with another healer, just kind of curious to see like, what is, what is this? And we got there, and it was just a 30-minute silent meditation. I was like, yes, I got some stuff i got to dive into today. You know? So we yeah. sat, and I sat with my thoughts. I sat, and next thing I know, ding, I hear a chime. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not That's done. That's it. I'm not done yet. Like, <laughs> so once you start working your way up, that time goes by so much easier yeah. than in the beginning because you're focused on, like, I have so much stuff to do. Yeah. I don't have time to sit here. Who has time to sit here? Right. Oh, Snowy River Zen Center. Yes, the Buddhist temple in River Falls, Wisconsin. Hmm. Yeah, it's really cool, kind of a cool, interesting place. So we're talking about meditation. How about the singing bowls? Now, I know that wasn't on the script, but let's talk singing bowls. Where did you learn how to do that? I have attended a lot of different sound healings. Mm -hmm. Um, And to me, what I've learned through my journey is that not... Like, when I started with energy healing, the person just was like, okay, your left ankle was off, your heart chakra was not open, and your shoulder was blocked. And I was like, there's got to be more information than that out there. So I kept researching, like, different healers, more healers, different types. And 
different drum circles and different mm-hmm. drum washes and different sound healings. And it just all interests me. And I have my own elk hide drum that I made. Um, I use that in my session. And I use my crystalline Tibetan singing bowls as well. To me, they're just more tools to help with the healing process that we don't have to use with words. Because let's face it, after doing 12 years plus of therapy, sometimes I'm done talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes we just need those extra tools. And it's like I call it the spiritual tool belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we need in our spiritual tool belt to get through this thing that we call life. It's mm-hmm. not just one thing. Mm-hmm. So explain how the, for, for those people that don't know, explain how the bowls work, what, what they are. So I have a couple of the Tibetan singing bowls. For me, that just that sound and that vibration really help us get out of our head. It just helps clear that energy of us replaying, oh my God, why are we here? I've got groceries to do, kids to pick up. Oh my God, what am I going to make for supper? You know, like it's just a really deep grounding, clearing sound. It's all the things that's going on in her head. Yeah. Me, I'm just like... All right, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's no list going on. It's just, yes. yeah. <laughs> and then the, the crystal singing bowls, they have different frequencies yeah. that they're tuned to. And they're a higher healing frequency, so they help with the higher energies. I feel mm-hmm. like more of the spiritual piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so I And just, the crystal bowls are, the frequencies are... The tune, they're they're the frequency of the chakras, yes. right? Same with the Tibetan ones too. Yeah, yeah. so too. they're different chakras, different frequencies to help open and clear those different areas in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Isn't that, that was fascinating. Well, that was my introduction to you. Trish brought me to yes. one of the uh, the singing bowl sound healings. There are the sound healings, yes. and um, I came, so I came in with absolutely zero expectations of what I I really had no knowledge of what it was. I just was. I was kind of, I was just open and I decided I was just going to give it a shot. And I was, I was really, really blown away by how powerful that was for me. There's, there's something, I mean, I really like, I didn't know anything about the chakras at the time either. Like I knew that there were chakras, like I'd heard of it, but I had no knowledge of what the different chakras were um, and what they meant and I could feel the different bowls. Like I literally could feel it vibrating in the different chakras within my body Mm -hmm. when you, and it was that I was like, holy shit, something just happened to me. And it was just so, I was so peaceful and calm at the Mm -hmm. end of that. It was amazing. Yeah. Just by a frequency, just by a bowl, just by a sound. Yeah. How that can help clear because there's something so cool and interesting that, Vibration knows where to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just goes where it needs to go. It doesn't need to be told. It doesn't need to mm-hmm. be placed. It doesn't need. It just goes. Yep. So that's what I love about how many different pieces can I add to my sessions to make it my sessions. Mm-hmm. You know. So you know. I know you kind of asked too about what my sessions are like, and you know, I start with that intuitive messaging. You know, I clear mm-hmm. my space and I just kind of ask like, what do I need to know? And I'll write down a few messages. And when that person gets there, we'll talk for about 10 to 15 minutes about, you know, what came up for me and what is going on with them and kind of like see how everything fits together, come up with a plan of what's going on in their life and how we can move through it. Mm -hmm. And then I get them on the table and I start with my Elkai drum where I drum over top of their body from toe to head to toe. And then I run the body 
And then I just got this really cool rain stick for Christmas that... I love that. I don't quite know the meaning of that yet. I haven't taken the time to really understand that. But for me, I don't really... It sounds like ice to me. Yeah, that's what you said. And yeah. I, for me, it, it sounds more like like rain or like yeah. even like water, like rushing water. Yep. Mm-hmm. And for me, like when I connect with it through the meditation, it's just a really emotional cleansing piece. Mm-hmm. So then I take that over top of your body and back down as well. And then I start the hands-on healing piece. So we spend about 10 or 15 minutes doing the intuitive piece of like what's coming through for me and what's going on through them. 30 to 40 five minutes or so on the table depending on how long we chat sometimes I get a little chatty (laughs) and then it's been about mm, three to five minutes with just the bowls to help kind of fine-tune anything that needs a little bit more love so yeah it's just how many tools can I use that can really help give you that ultimate goal of your session for that day Mm -hmm. yeah you know so when you're doing the session the the healing part of the session and you pick up on certain areas where somebody is blocked or needs, you know, needs yep. some work. So then you go to the bowls and you play specific bowls for that person or just whatever you what feel like comes through. Okay. Mm. So there's never a specific. It's like channeling the messages. Mm-hmm. I kind of channel what bowls I need to play. Mm. Okay. You Got know, it. sometimes I'm only playing three of them and I think I have seven uh-huh. I have to go home and count but you know I just kind of go through what I need whatever comes through okay for me as a percussionist former percussionist I mean the drums always speak to me more than mm-hmm. the bowls but it, it affects different people differently and what's so cool is Hannah and AJ over at the Wisconsin Homestead podcast now they're using their singing bowl at the start as their entrance music which is kind of cool yeah, I and I think that, that all came that. from our conversation with Hannah mm-hmm. on our podcast so that's kind of cool yeah I love yeah. that so do you find that is the bowl or is the drumming part of it is that a cleansing thing or is it grounding or to me it's like that remembrance it's Mm. like that connection to mother earth that Mm. heartbeat Uh but it's also that releasing piece too because who would we be if we got rid of all that grief right if we got rid of all that guilt or Mm. that shoulda coulda woulda Mm -hmm. you know that kind of helps release and break free um so it almost makes my energy healing piece easier. Yeah. Hmm. You know, so I'm more balancing versus clearing and balancing. Yeah. So, and I just have always, as a former percussionist too, mm-hmm. I just have always, like my first drum circle, yep, I thought it was weird as shit. But like, <laughs> but I also thought it was just, just freaking cool too. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was that weird fine line and then, you know, making my drum and then figuring out how to incorporate it into my sessions and... That cool drum is still at the Shakopee Trading Post. Oof, it's pricey though. The moose one. <laughs> the moose one. It's Ooh. a moose drum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how much? Yeah, pretty awesome. Oh, Four hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty sweet. But I can say the labor of making your own drum is mm. worth it, man. Mm-hmm. Mine's Elkhide, and it took me about three hours, and I think my hands hurt for three days. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's got a cool sound. Yeah. Mm. I didn't realize you had made that. No, I didn't yourself. either. Oh yeah, I have to That's show you neat. a little bit more. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, the process that you go Did through. you go to a class to yes. make it? Yeah. No? Yeah, okay. so I went through some, um, the Healing Arts Center in Hudson. Okay. So, and made it. There was somebody who had, like, the the wood frames and then the, the hide and then, like, the, the rope or, like, the hide string that you use to do it. And then we made the mallet. And it was fun because we actually, uh, 
excuse me, I actually did like a meditation to to connect with the hide okay. and to connect with the willow of the stick for oh, the mallet. Wow. Like that was super cool too mm. and interesting for that meditation piece. Like I could feel that it was like almost like a, a Native American male. Mm. And like I couldn't see... Like, I could just mainly see from, like, my shoulders down, but I could tell it was, like, in the winter, hmm. but I could tell I was carrying, like, this big tree. Like, the layers of the the hide and the skin and all of that that you wear to stay warm. Yeah. But it was really interesting to have that connection to it, so. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That is fun. Cool. Well, and, and this wasn't on the script either, but there's a lot of sacred places out there in the world. Do you go to these places? Yeah, we always try to find a new place yeah. to visit. So we always um, we just did Sedona this last um, October. We did Flagstaff for a couple of days. We did that um, Walnut Canyon, was really cool. Just mm-hmm. some ancient civilizations of them. Kind of, it reminds me actually of like the caveman days. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we did Sedona for a couple of days as well. Um, connected there with a lot of their energies and. That was pretty exhausting for me, you know, being like a little, like a newbie there. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't used to the energies there. And we did, man, we did Bell Rock. We did um, Cathedral. We did Holy Cross Tra- Trail, the Chicken Point. We did, uh, I don't even remember, but like we did a lot in two days. We did the Buddhist, um, the Anahata, Ana, Ana, the Buddhist temple. I'm not sure what, Ana, something. But, the first, the third day we were there, I was like, wow, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like, m- like getting up, it was, it was tough. And I reached out to one of my other healers that comes to Sedona off. And I was like, so I'm kind of feeling a little down today. Like I wasn't depressed, but like my body was drained. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, because we'd been out the night before, let's face it, I'm in bed by like seven or eight o'clock at night. So she's like, yes, those energies are pretty intense if you're not used to them. So a lot of rest and a lot of water today. And I was like, I don't have time for that. I got places to see. Yeah, well, we got about a half a mile in that day. And I was like, I just need to go back. I Mm -hmm. can't do this today. My body's drained. I really needed to rest and just rehydrate. So yeah, we always try to visit cool places. I love to travel. I mean, mm-hmm. as much as possible. So, but you don't even have to go that far. Like, what is it in Hastings or Prescott? There's a labyrinth up there, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And then there's uh, a ley line that's up in um, right by Lake Calhoun. Um, um like uh, uh, Lake Harriet. Lake Harriet. There's yeah. A, there's a ley line there. Yeah. I mean, there's places just locally you can go too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you do a little looking. Yep, there's Kinstone too in Fountain City, across mm-hmm. from... Um, what is that? Kinstone in Fountain City, across from Winona. That's interesting. It's kind of like Stonehenge. They've got different stones there placed at different areas. That's really cool. I've done right. some... I've done. A, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I'll have to send you some more information. But okay. yeah, there's also... There's so many different... <laughs> beautiful areas around here that we can connect with and of course the water i mean right the water's so cleansing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yes mm-hmm. the rivers that is definitely uh something spiritual about that mm-hmm. oh Deep. yeah yeah we're mm-hmm. lucky yeah totally lucky mm-hmm. and and the reason i'm going there is grounding 
Yes. Let's talk about grounding a little bit. I mean, you go to these places, but you can do that at your own home too, right? Yeah. I mean, talk about grounding a little bit from your perspective. So I guess for me, it can mean a couple of different things. I've learned different techniques of grounding. I've learned to ground into my body. So I look at that as almost like rose petals, like you're folding back in, an armadillo kind of bringing your energy into you. So that's another way that I've learned to ground. Um, I've also learned to, you know, envision roots growing out of my feet into Mother Earth. And for me, I always love connecting into the crystal beds, you know, those beautiful crystal canyons we see, um, you know on the internet but you know really envisioning that energy going down through mother earth past those water beds into those crystal beds and really pulling that crystalline energy up through your feet and bringing that up through your ankles to your knees to your hips up through your your stomach your heart center your throat your third eye your crown and really pushing that energy out the top of your head up into the heavens, up into your higher source, your God, your creator, your universe, whatever that is, and really feeling that deep connection, you know, mm-hmm. from Mother Earth up into your higher source. So that's another way of grounding. Um, when I just took my Reiki Master course in Omaha through the psychic medium, Kelly Miller, she actually had us ground from source. So she's like, envision this beautiful gold sparkly light or string coming through the top of your crown through your third eye down your throat through your heart through your you know your midsection your hips your knees your ankles your feet going into mother earth so Hmm. for me i don't think there's a right or a wrong way it's like whatever speaks to you Mm -hmm. you know for grounding and i think grounding is so important right now like kind of had in in the script i really liked that about like what can you do right now to stay grounded in an interesting time that we're living in you know, like for me, I stay grounded in, in my truth and what I need to know that day. I don't really, I don't watch the news. I haven't in probably five or six years and I'm still alive. I don't, I don't need and you're that much better for it. Well, and I can't put my energy there, Right. you know, because it doesn't matter. You know, like I still have to get up and go to work. I still need to cook dinner. I still need to do laundry and I can't put my energy there because I can't, I don't know. I don't know how to even explain it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't even with the all the presidential stuff and just everything going on in the world like i still have to go to work so i can't i can't go there i'm feeling very bad you're not thinking about me every day every minute of every day (laughs) very bad terrible so true but like for me like i don't have that stress i don't have that anxiety i don't you know in the beginning i remember somebody asked me they're like oh so you don't know anything that's going on in the world you're just going to be naive. And I'm like, yeah, because it doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what's going on, I still have to do the everyday things. Right. And yeah. I can't I can't go there. So I think for me, grounding is just really like bringing your energy back to you into present moment. And really connecting to figuring out what do you need to know that day? What do you really need to do? Right. You know, we even talked after your guys' last session. You're like, oh, we're going to go to the land. And I was like, ah. I giggled. I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're I, so right I knew, too. like, <laughs> like that stepping out of that, like, have to go, go, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew you guys just need, needed that day to stay home and just be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we so just rocked doing nothing. That right. Day too. We sure did. It was great. <laughs> but we totally needed that. Yeah. 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 That's very true. 
So, yeah, grounding, especially in Minnesota in the winter, can be tough. Yeah. Oh, but Tom's been doing it. I know. You've been seeing it. Yes, you're a... you're a, a, a badass. I'm, I'm not Standing there yet. in the snow. Yes, that's been... It's been interesting, though. I mean... And, and it really doesn't matter if nobody's really watching it. It's just something that I've been doing and just feeling, you yeah. know? Well, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. But you're not sure anyone. That's yeah. the point, is you're feeling. Yeah. How, how many times do we not feel in the morning because yeah. we're so programmed into surviving that we just get up and go, 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 go. Yeah. So, like... Right. Right there, that's huge. You're feeling. You're stopping, and you're intentionally grounding mm-hmm. and seeing what you're feeling. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I, and you feel it. You, well, <laughs> you, you feel it, but I think that's also the energy healing piece. Yeah. Is that I almost teach you how to feel again. Right. Because we stuff so much, or we just put up the, like... We just put up the blinders to be like, I'm just not going to look at that right now because I just have to keep going. Or you're just pissed the whole time. Yeah. You're mad, really mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's because yeah. you're focused on things that you really have no control right. over. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's back why to the I politics get, and news. Yeah, absolutely. disconnecting from all of that is yeah. something that I have done too. And and because, yeah, if otherwise you do Oops. just feel anxious all the time mm-hmm. because it's things that are, you feel like, it, it you feel like it is critical to your survival that you pay attention to this and that oh you have to do this you have to do this but you really have no control over what happens Mm-mm. in politics right. and in i mean the, the, all we can do is control ourselves and our little world and try to be the love and the light and the influence on the people around us and that's how you're going to affect you know the the trajectory of our country not by you know voting for one yahoo or the other well we've seen a a push towards almost a hyper reality you know with the 24-hour news cycle just cranking it up to 11 and twisting the knob off and throwing it away because we can get it up to notch 12 i mean it's crazy what what they've done and, and i think people are just they're about at wit's end you know and we need to concentrate on what's going on right here, right in front of us in my life, not the second acquittal of something or other and whatever did whatever and who gives a rat's ass, really. And know? really, at the end of the day, my little old soul, the only news I would watch would be the good news. Like, why don't we have a good news channel? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's why, like, we're only getting, I feel like, one side of the story. Mm-hmm. And that's not my truth. And that's not where I resonate. So I have to put my energy back from that and just yeah. focus on my current life. And if that means me not knowing and understanding certain things in the world, that's okay. Because that's my purpose. Yeah. Yep. So. And, and when you say that to somebody who's so invested in it, it's, it's almost like sacrilege or oh, you've yeah. just... What? Yeah. Really? I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how is that going to affect me? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Like doesn't we matter. still have to pay the bills. We mm-hmm. still have to do the laundry. We still have to eat. We still have to grocery shop. Yeah. You know. That's right. Boy, and I tell you, Tom, since you've kind of let go of that <laughs> political obsession, you are so much happier. Well. Yeah. For the audience, I when I started podcasting, I did it. I was doing a political show, and I did that for three years or so. And it was it, you were just always on edge, you know, because you were always looking for that next outrage to talk about. And 
and then we switched into not only do you need to be outraged about this, but let's find the thing that much and let's be mad about that for a while or review a book and a policy paper and it's like oh my gosh you know and you're always on edge and you're always pissed off all the time so you were choosing to be mad yeah choosing to be mad right (laughs) who wants to be that it's not even in my nature right so it's really like that's that that like that unconditioning piece to pull your energy back Mm -hmm. to figure out where you're not in alignment and where you're not in harmony and I knew for years that's just not where my energy needed to be because it was just too much right Mm -hmm. so absolutely so as you look at your practice, you have your sessions. Mm-hmm. We talked about those. Yeah. You have the drum washes. Yeah, so I do new moon and full. So I do full moon drum washes at my house. Um, usually right around the full moon, depending on the day and to kind of depending on my schedule. Um, I start off with just a short, brief guided meditation to just kind of get us centered and balanced. Some people are rushing from work. Mm-hmm. Some people had to get the kids dropped off at daycare, whatever, and we're not always fully present. So we start off with a short guided meditation like just grounding like we talked about earlier and then I'll just discuss like when I do the drum wash it just I drum from the head to the toe to the head on all different all four sides that just kind of stirs and release anything that needs to go so during that drum wash um, some people can laugh they can cry Um, sometimes you can feel a little bit unbalanced like swaying because of the energy and there's no right or wrong way but it's just a nice way way to like release monthly you know, to really allow that the full moon energies to take what is no longer serving you and release them. So during my full, during that drum wash as well, I can connect to the energy um, of what is going on with you. And I think I blew your mind the first time I met you, Tom. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember the message because I, because it's more like channeled message, but yeah. I just said what was coming up and you just like looked at me you were like holy shit did you like did my wife pass you notes well exactly (laughs) that was it I mean and even Bert the first time he did it was like well got me pegged yeah so I just kind of talk about what kind of like a session Mm -hmm. just like a quick what's going on Mm -hmm. and then I'll have you go sit down and write down all those things that are no longer serving you you know and then I have a little fire pit out back that you can go burn them and then you come back in and I'm going to have you write down all those things that you want to bring into your life that you've been wanting or desiring or just ready for Mm -hmm. and then after that we just lay down and do my sound healing where we just you know 10 or 15 minutes just really listen to those bowls and those vibrations and then kind of close the circle so they're just i miss being in circle i love serving small groups of people like-minded people i also as you guys know too you can hire me out for those to do Mm -hmm. private sessions because sometimes those private sessions are nice because you can really ask those questions and not feel you know silly or judged and Mm -hmm. i'm speaking from my experience because i've gone to my own you know to drum circles before and kind of felt silly asking those questions with 10 other, 10 other people so yeah. right right yeah. that can be a little intimidating intimidating and scary, and, and scary. And yeah because you feel like well it's quiet and everybody's like mm, what, are they, what are they talking about over there yeah it's, yeah so everybody's it's, focused on that yeah so it's <laughs> nice it's just a nice way to kind of yeah. experience the energy healing with it not being so intense and so mm-hmm. one-on-one if people aren't quite ready for it yeah right. So I do those for the full moon, and then for the new moon, I do the sound healings, where you just mm. come, and we start with a short guided meditation again to get grounded. Then I just play the bowls for, like, 40, 45 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it's just a nice way to really just (laughs) relax and let go. And I mean, I don't know. It's like, I mean, it's draining doing like the the full session, like the individual session. I can't like the last time we were there, I we had to leave at. You know, we were sitting around talking, and I'm just like, I just have to go. I am so tired. Mm -hmm. I can barely even function right now. I felt like I had had a massive massage after a big workout, and I was just a noodle. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people are like, is it like massage? No. Yeah. (laughs) It's nothing like a massage. But you're going to feel like you did after a massage. Yeah. Yes. And, you know... I think of it too as it's like a spiritual hangover because you yeah. just push, you just move so much energy that it is like your body needs to recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there one thing that was super profound as a healer? Was there some one like one event that was like, holy crap, that just happened? Or anything that comes to mind? And if not, that's totally fine. No, because there's been a lot. Mm. You know, I've worked with a lot of different people from all different age groups, from kids from the age of six to people as old as 80. You know, I think one of my most favorite times working with people is I've worked with some people um, going through chemotherapy. Mm. Like that to me is like a gift to be able to help. I don't, you know, like there isn't one thing, but there's just so many different types of sessions that I do. And like you guys know, there's not one session is not the same as the second or the Mm -hmm. third or, you know, all of that. So do you find kids to be more receptive and open to work with? Kids are different because they fill up faster. So kids, you have to be more interactive with. Okay. Not all the kids can sit still. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are like, yes, I want the eye mask. Yes, I want to be. But some of them need to talk. You know, some of them, um, I had one client who I gave them like my crystal um, healing book. Like, let's just sit. So he sat up and I just worked with that person while we were just talking. So mm-hmm. it wasn't so scary, you yeah. know, or mm-hmm. like bringing your kids to church. Let's let's get them to sit still and not talk. Like, right. come on. Yeah, oh, yeah. So happen. it's just... Um, Kids are sometimes easier because they don't have as many layers and conditionings as we do as adults. Right. Yep. Yeah, and it's it's interesting that you say that because when my mom was going through chemotherapy, there was a, a Reiki healer that yes. provided services at the cancer mm-hmm. center she was at. And my mom was a very... Um, uh, she was a practicing Catholic lady and, and not very open to energy. So she, she did try it, and she really didn't get much out of it. But then my dad, who has never been, um, a, you know, in my lifetime, not a practicing, he didn't practice a religion. I've always considered him a very spiritual man, but he, he isn't a religious man, if that makes sense. Um, after he had broken his elbow... He did a Reiki session, and he said it was it worked wonders, mm-hmm. and he had tremendous relief from the pain after mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. So it all comes down to mindset and being being, ready. being open and ready yes. to it. So the people who think it's voodoo and woo woo and whatever, like that's okay. Yeah. That's their journey. That's their mm-hmm. path, and you have to honor and respect that. Yeah. So like I've had people who are like, oh, 
oh my God, my husband needs to come see you. No, honey, you need to come see me first. You can't just like <laughs> throw your husband to the wolves. Like yeah. you need the experience because it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it is for everybody, but it's not for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also what I've learned too is um, you had written in the notes too about the long distance sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Long distance sessions are great. They're the same as in person. So I still work as if that person's on my table. So Hmm. I still do the intuitive messages. I, you know, sit down and write down the messages and I still drum. I still use my rain stick. I still use the bowls, but I set aside about 45 minutes for that and then 15 minutes to talk. Okay. So when people are going through, you know, if somebody's having surgery, of course, the last thing you need to do before surgery is trying to make time to come from an energy healing session. So I'll set up time either the night before or, as you guys know, I get up early. Mm-hmm. I can also make time in that morning as well of surgery to kind of help get your mind, body, and spirit ready. It just really helps calm those nerves for surgery. And I'm speaking from experience because I had... One of my last surgeries, I had some energy healing done before my surgery, and it was actually my second surgery of that IUD removal. So I'm like, oh my God, here we go again. But I wasn't, like, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't anxious. Mm -hmm. And they put me in, like, this prep room for about an hour by myself, and I was like, cool, I got the remote to myself. (laughs) I have, you know, I don't really care, and I don't think I would have been that way if I didn't have that energy healing piece beforehand. Yeah. So the long-distance sessions are, you still get the energy as if you were there. Mm. Okay. You know, um, I just recently had a client who we did long-distance, and... I, we did it at like seven o'clock at night and I was like, if you can just tuck into bed, that would be perfect. You know, just set your alarm for the morning, settle in, do not get up, you know? And she was, she said she had the most amazing night of sleep. She hmm. woke up and that neck pain in her, in her neck was gone. Like she was like, holy balls, girl. I'm like, yep, yeah, told you. <laughs> same. It's the same wow. thing. I still can sense and feel and I send that vibration to them. Okay. So huh. that's... So... If you're in Dallas, Texas, Foley, Minnesota, yes. De Pere, Wisconsin, you know who I'm talking to, you people out there. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> or even just my intuitive readings, too. That's right. You know, we can yeah. do intuitive mm-hmm. reading sessions over the phone. We can yeah. do, I mean, really, um, we, we as humans get caught up in time and space. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's, spiritual world. You want to go down a rabbit hole, there is no time and space. That's, Greg and I had this very long conversation the other day. So <laughs> this is the second time I've heard that this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Amazing, isn't it's it? just yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like that piece too. I mean, I've done as far away as California. Yeah, it's not something. Mm-hmm. All so, on Zoom or Facebook or um, just mainly like a call. Yeah, just a phone okay. call. Like I okay. still like I set up the time and you know I'll send them some relaxing music if they need help picking out some relaxing music to kind of oh. tune into. Mm-hmm. So I'll send them a couple of samples of whatever I feel like they need. BGs. Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> what you need. Um, we all need the BGs. And just let them know like I'll be starting at seven o'clock. Okay. I'll be done at seven forty-five. Hmm. Do you want to you know chat after the session? Do you want to chat tomorrow morning or tomorrow evening? I like to chat within about twenty-four hours because sometimes the stuff that comes through is channeled so it's hard to remember so I really yeah. have to take those notes right right mm-hmm. so yeah very cool mm-hmm. yeah so, that's that's a good point though because I mean even even yesterday while our son Danny we yes. were telling you about his race 
There was the point where he he went through the last um, aid station, and then there was like twelve miles left that he had to get through. And I knew that that was just going to be the hardest, hardest time. So I was really just trying to channel some energy to him, and mm-hmm. just I was just sending him positive, you know, strength and and you know just positive thoughts. And I really think that does make a difference. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought that that was a thing that you could do long distance. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah cool. I mean, that was really hard too because it was super remote and there was no coverage. And then all of a sudden, out of the dust, there he, there he is, mm-hmm. number five. Yes. Damn. Yeah. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. amazing. It was cool. So. Um, very cool. So we're kind of talking about your services. You have your your sessions. You have your drum wash. Um, you have your long distance. Um, your readings. Is there anything else that you offer? I know you have some products. Oh yeah, I have my my room sprays that I've yeah. been kind of creating over this last year. I'm really mm-hmm. trying to step it up a notch and find a way to get it out there a little bit more. Um, so I have some Clear the Vibes room sprays. They are Clear the Vibes White um, Sage and Clear the Vibes Palo Santo. Those are made with a distilled water that is charged with the full moon energy. So I mm. put the distilled water in a mason jar in my patio window because, you know, it's like negative 30 yeah, out. you'll have ice. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I allow it to charge in the patio the day before the full moon, the, the day of the full moon, and the day after. So I use that as like my full moon charged water. Mm-hmm. And then I just use a vodka to just help um, preserve it because it's usually like a vodka, a witch hazel, or alcohol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, ugh. All that smells. So (laughs) I use just a vodka to preserve it. I use some organic high-grade essential oils. And then for Clear the Vibes, I use black tourmaline crystals in there as Mm. well to help clear and ground or to help ground. Um, I also have Raise the Vibes. I have Ground the Vibes and I have Calm the Vibes. Raise the Vibes and Calm the Vibes have crystal quartz in them. Hmm. And Ground the Vibes has that black tourmaline crystal in them as well. So um, the Palo Santo is kind of that like lemony, woodsy, mm-hmm. earthy smell. That white sage is like, it's it's earthy. It's earthy. It's, it's earthy. I know. Yeah, we I have just, the Palo Santo and the yes. white sage. Yeah, yes. I just got some white sage. And, ooh, yep. it competes with the weed across the hall. Yeah, so. right? <laughs> yes. So Maybe not you your smelled spray. that on your way in. Not I don't know if you that. Yeah, when yeah. we burn yeah. it. Yeah, when we burn it. Yes. It's like, and that ooh. white sage is really good for clearing that heavy energy. So mm-hmm. I think of like people who work in hospitals, mm. who have sick um, friends or family, okay. who are going through a divorce, kids at school. I mean, they're just little energy magnet mm-hmm. so that white sage is really good for those heavy energies that you need to release mm-hmm. palo santo is more of like that love and like that love and light like it blesses and and clears mm-hmm. so it's kind of a lighter energy um, i like the smell of that that's mm-hmm. good yeah it's really nice and easy mm-hmm. smelling the raise the vibes is going to be kind of a couple of different citrus blends with a little bit of spearmint we actually use that in the morning as almost like a face toner to be like Okay, let's wake up and do this thing. Ah. Um, the ground, the vibes, a little bit more citrusy and a little bit earthy. Um, that is more of when I'm for people who feel anxious or need that reminder just to sit and just like breathe, like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Calm the vibes is going to be um, citrusy again, but with a hint of patchouli. So 
not overwhelming, but it's either you love patchouli or you don't. So if yeah. you don't, that's not for you. Yep. Those are the ones I that um, no. we spray on our pillow at night just to mm. kind of like set that routine intention that it's like time for bed. Ah, cool. I was kind of wondering if patchouli I could eat with some pastrami, you know, and that's what I do. <laughs> I have some patchouli with that. That's what I do. <laughs> so where can people buy these? Yeah. If they would like do you to buy ship? Them? Do you? I'm you getting there. So okay. I, I, that's kind of that work in progress okay. where I need to I'm looking at buying those bottles in bulk so mm. I can get a decent stash on hand to do that. So yes, an Etsy account will be coming soon. Okay. Facebook or whatever I can mm-hmm. create. Yes, I will be shipping okay. in the winter. Not quite sure. Right. Yeah, I don't freezing that freezing and then to the heat packs and all of that. So I haven't mm-hmm. really figure that out but also with my sprays I also sit with it and give it that universal life force energy of like Mm. giving it that love and light to you know just kind of say like just to bless it Mm -hmm. to bring whatever um, that new home or that new family needs it to bring yeah and you've got some crystals. Do you send those out too? Or is that yeah. for more people that come in? I mean, what's your plan? Yeah, I'm looking at branching because okay. I'm looking at working smarter, not harder. Yeah, yeah. So I do have some crystals on hand right now. I have some rose quartz, some citrine, some amethyst, some Apache tear, selenite, black tourmaline, and clear quartz, I believe is what I have right now. Doing the check marks. Oh, yes. Got that. Got and that. I have, you know, sage as well. Yep. So I have bundles of sage and Palo Santo. So... Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. I'm still kind of balancing the two right. jobs and really trying to, you know, find like fi- figure it out. Like right. this is kind of it's different running your own business and having all these Absolutely. pieces. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wanted you spitball in here. You could almost have it like a starter kit someday, you know, where yeah, hey, get the intuitive energy starter kit. Here's some Palo Santo and some, you know, sage and just some basic sage crystal, and maybe crystals. some crystals. And here's your good vibe spray and mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's a work i'm a work in progress mm-hmm. you know yeah. I'm a one man one person show right now right mm-hmm. got a few people behind the scenes that i've hired for help so i'm getting there yep um mm-hmm. so yeah i have a couple of different things that's good and even like the best place to find me right now is going to be facebook as yep. well um, and so, Instagram. And Instagram, yes. Instagram is I'm, good. I'm learning Instagram, mm-hmm. so kind of new to Instagram, but Facebook I know and understand pretty well. So, you yeah. know, look me up on my either my personal or my business page as well. Right. And we always have the link in the show notes, so yeah. we'll be able to find you really easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's well worth it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We are so thankful for you mm-hmm. and just... And making the drive up here today. I think this was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. We just feel like you have been a huge blessing in our life. Well, you and have- your wonderful husband, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been amazing as well. It's fun to work with people who are ready and open and just to dive in and do the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys have made amazing progress these last like what six months? It's not even six not months. even. Yeah, yeah. It was the October drum wash. Yeah, for me. Yeah, October thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's it was been... our first date, baby. That's right. It's been just a <laughs> good... Here we are on Valentine's right? Day. Right, I know. <laughs> we know how. Yeah, we know how to just celebrate romance. I yes, <laughs> love exciting and new. All right. Yeah, cool. Well, I think that's about it. Uh, That's how we found you online. Again, thanks for being on the show. We are going to have you back on because there's going to be lots to talk about. Oh, yes. Well, thanks for having me. It's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Very cool. All right. Tim, do you want to say goodbye? Nope. Nope. Okay. (laughs) 